Hello to the World Apple Universe. That's right. It is Will, the best in the world, TLD, here for another great week at the Think Different Podcast. And I am loving life, and I'm loving my Zevia, but I am here with my best friend, the man that my hair is almost after, just not quite there yet. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Mr. Former Creative, Keto Drummer, Frank Funk. Hey, what's up, Will? How you doing? I'm lovely, sir. You know, I had a little bit of a weird week, which I wanted to discuss on the podcast, because as you know, we open up with our personal stories or big things that happened this week. So I'm going to take a sip of Zevia. Not sponsored, of course. And <laughs> what happened was on Wednesday night, the last time that we recorded, the next day, I had this horrible pain in my stomach. And I didn't know what was going on. Then finally, I went bowling that night. It wasn't Zevia, was it? No, I don't think it was Zevia. <laughs> uh, definitely not, because they're definitely not the sponsor of this podcast. It definitely wasn't them. But I had this sharp pain, and I wasn't sure what was going on. And I finally decided, you know, in the middle of bowling, I was like, I can't bowl anymore. It's so painful. And I'm. it's right above my belly button to the right. And the first thing I'm thinking is, oh, my God, my appendix is fucking bursting. Like, that's how bad it felt. That's huh. how painful. Now, I normally don't go to the hospital or a doctor unless I absolutely need it. But this pain was so bad that I rushed myself to the ER. And wow. keep in mind that my wife is home and her parents are visiting from Florida. All right. And also the kid's <laughs> home. So I run and no one's going to come to the hospital to help me. No, one can, no one's allowed to be in there with me. Yeah. So I went by myself. You know, I, I walked up and they sat me down. They had me do a CAT scan. I went through a... Uh, ultrasound, they ended up finding out that I have a small stone in my gallbladder. Oh. So yeah. that's where the pain's coming from. And they found that out pretty quickly, which was great. I didn't have to like, try to go to see a specialist. It was pretty quick. And he's like, you have to talk to a surgeon right away. So I talked to a surgeon. Now, and this is a couple of days later, I started feeling much better than I was. And as of where I am this week, um, I'm not fully out of pain, but if I stretch like real hard and stretch back, I really feel it. But I was having breathing issues. Like I was breathing and I was feeling it a normal breath. Yeah. So it was that bad. So I was, you know, I was scared because I had never felt this pain before. I didn't know what was happening. And luckily enough, the surgeon believes I can pass it. So we're going to find out next week if I have to do the surgery or not. I'm leaning towards no based on the fact that I wasn't even able to lift my son and now I can. So, yeah, it was a pretty scary couple days there uh, when I was starting to feel that pain. I felt it the night we were recording, too, but I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was just gas. Well, uh, Barbara had uh, gallstones, and um, it's certainly wasn't a big deal to have it taken out. Um, and when they took it out, she hasn't had any problems since so um you know i would i wouldn't just fluff it off because you're feeling better you know right. um well you know, the surgeon really always consider... says like the surgeon always says like i don't want to have to do surgery unless i really have to do the surgery it's like you don't want to take something out of your body that you know even though it helps break down things 
it's, you know, not necessary, uh, which I'm learning a lot about the gallbladder these days just because yep. of my recent event. But you really don't need it. Um, it's so small to the point that the surgery takes 45 minutes just to take it out. So yeah, it's but pretty the problem, quick. The problem comes in if you're feeling better and you're like, oh, no, nah, well, leave it in, leave it in. And then all of a sudden, bang, it really hits you. Then that pain is excruciating. Well, I will tell you, I'm going to, you know, one of the things that, that – prompts that is keto diets actually are a big cause of gallbladder problems because of the high amount of fat and cholesterol you have. So that is a big component. And not to say that the keto diet cost this problem, but, you know, I'm having a lot of meat. I'm having a lot of cheese, bacon. You know, these are the things that you're not supposed to, you know, on a strict diet if you're doing that. So what my change is going to be is I'm going to be more on an Atkins diet. I'm going to still eat. I had like Raisin Bran a lot through the week. I was doing anything. Whatever made me poop is what uh -huh. I had to get my to get this out because that's the only way to get it out. So lots of fiber. That was that was that's what I was eating a lot. Well, but I'm still here, everybody, because I think different podcasts will not end with a gallbladder problem. I'm yeah, telling you that right now. Well, I'll tell you if it for with me, if it was gallbladder or the keto diet, say goodbye to the bladder. It's gone. Yeah. Ah. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I feel because I feel so well otherwise on right. the keto diet. I mean, my right. blood glucose is uh, five something. I mean, it's ridiculously low. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, not too low, but I mean, compared to where I was, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I and, saved your life. I mean, that's. Yeah, you know that. I, I mean, everything else is just <laughs> unbelievable, you know? Um mm -hmm. Would like to lose a little more weight, but still, it, compared no, to where you really were good. when yep. I last seen you in person, forget yep. it. Like yeah. there's no comparison, man. You are a sexy man, and it's uh, and, and now and you also play the drums. Okay, <laughs> and you own your own theme park with dinosaurs. How great there, is that? There you go. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I also had a chance to go visit the Genius Bar recently because I had this. I bought this new external hard drive for my Final Cut Pro, and all of a sudden, like, my battery's bad. Like, when Final Cut is running, I got, like, less than an hour of juice on this thing, but I also bought a new camera with new footage, and I, it just drops dramatically. So I try to run a diagnostic from my work, but because we have the, sec the security in place, the, the, the incoming connection didn't work. So I ended up going to the Apple store. I made, uh, They made an appointment for me over the phone. I went into the store, saw a lot of the old people that, you know, I saw there were some people, of course, that don't like to see me, two people in particular, and they know who they are if they were listening to it. Uh, in fact, I, pro I approached one of them because they were in the front of the store. Oh. So, yeah. So, Frank knows who that is. And I, you know, it's funny, the Genius Bar, you can't be, you know how you used to go to the very back of the wall right, and that's right. where you used to sit? Well, now you have to stay in the front, the Genius is in the back, and you that's how your conversation goes. So the bar is actually set up perfectly for like a six foot distance between right. you and that person. Uh, you know, so it's perfect for that. Uh, they were late to my appointment. I would say about seven, eight minutes late. So, I'll, you know, that's a little weird considering how not busy it is in that store, by the yeah. way. You know, hmm. so, I mean, that was a little annoying. But my battery passed. It, you know, my thought process is it's something to do with my the new external drive draining all the power out of the battery. And it's causing it to drop significantly and turning off without telling me. So that that was a big point, but my battery is at ninety three percent, and I had and you know I've had this device since I think fall of two thousand sixteen. Wow! So it's at ninety three percent capacity. You know that's pretty so good. 
So then, huh? So then it really, I guess, you'd have to say it's the drive. Well, that, I would say I, I would think the external drive is definitely causing it because it doesn't turn off any other time except that. So, yeah. and, but most of the time I'm editing anyway. So that's you know it's hard to say, but I believe that's where it's coming from. But as far as the Genius Bar experience, don't go to that store unless you really have to. Uh, it's you know it's awkward, it's weird, but there's not that many people there. It's not the greatest. It's not the Apple experience you remember either. Yeah. Uh, you know, I could have ran this diagnostic from home and I would have been fine. I really didn't need to go to the Genius Bar, but because I was at work and you know, I kind of like seeing the old faces. I went. Yep. But yeah. uh, you know, I wasn't being patient enough because the bottom line is I have about eight weddings in two months, and I want to make sure this computer works. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, so. you, while you were there, you should have bought your your M1. Well, that's something of convincing I might need because uh, our old buddy, Justin, that works at the Apple Store, who's also a creative, and he's uh -huh. also like someone that works with me uh, at part of my wedding company, he's going to be editing my weddings, and I'm very curious on how my footage runs on an M1 Mac. So he's going to be using some of my footage, and I wanted when I get that feedback, and he tells me that this thing's fast, like compared to like his old Retina 2015 model before we had the touch bar. Right, right. Just to, like it, the 13 inch, the new one blazes through it. Wow. So it's the real deal. Huh. So well, did, did, did they have the IMAX in? Uh, they did not have the IMAX in, but also certain stores are not having all the colors, they told me. So it's very interesting how they're, not all the colors are going to be there. So this mm -hmm. is definitely a, I don't know if this is a purchase in person product unless you're buying a base model. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking because, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I mean, I mean, how many IMAX, how many different colored IMAX can they show in the store? You know? Well, yeah. I mean, that I don't see that being as a problem. But what mm -hmm. I see as being a problem is stocking them all. You know, the back room. I mean, how, they don't have enough for that many models. That is a right. lot of models that have. Think about it. You, you, if you're the base model, there's three base models, right? Four colors in the the first one. I think like six or seven. The other one. Right. And they have to fill all those there in the back. Yeah. Not and possible. I mean, Unless you're in New it, York, you ain't getting they had, They used to have like three or four 27 inches and maybe a half a dozen to a dozen of the 21 and a halves. Mm -hmm. Right? Now, I mean, I, I, I just can't see them trying to stock even one of every color. Right. You know, it, it, I mean... It's hard. This is definitely a product. I think going into the store, it's going to be a little difficult. Honestly, like I said, the bottom line is you shouldn't be going to an Apple store at all right now. Uh, but, you know, if you have to go, just, I mean, I would definitely go to see, take a look at it. That's for sure. Right, right, right. But beyond that, I mean, they're and, not, they're being, I mean, now even in front of the stores, there's no security in front of the Quaker Bridge store anymore where there used right. to be security. Now they're yeah. in charge of it themselves. And so now security is starting to be leaned back on far as like they're letting the Apple employees take care of, People come again. So, yeah. But let's talk about what our subject was. That was a long opening. I know we, we I know you, right. come, you come to our podcast, talk about genius bars and keto diets and gallbladders. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about the stories that we want to talk about today. And the first one is about 14.5. So it has finally yes. been released because obviously with the air tags coming out, the new Apple TV, the new iPad features, um, they had to update their devices to be ready for it. And here we are. 14.5 is here. The controversy begins, which we will end our whole podcast on. But first, let's talk about some great features that I like in 14.5. And the number one thing that I love 
is Face ID now works with a mask, but you must have an Apple Watch to do it, but it is so good to have that. Uh, you know, the reality is we're not losing any masks at any point for the rest of this year at least. So, I think... Have you tried that, Frank, yet? I have not. I have okay. not. Frank doesn't leave his house, ladies and gentlemen. He stays at Jurassic Park and doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, so that's fine. That's fine. But I have tried it, and it works great. There's like It's almost like there's like a little delay... Uh-huh. A, a, but a small enough, a small amount to where it's like not that bothersome. So but, can you go through how how you do the setup for that? Uh, uh, yeah. So how to set up is you will go to first off if you try to unlock it the first time when you're on fourteen point five, it actually kind of gives you a warning and tells you like, hey, you need to you want to add this feature on. I would recommend you do it. But if you don't, you go to Face ID and passcode. You put your passcode in, and there is a a section called Unlock with Apple Watch which you will turn on and it will detect when you're wearing a mask and then it will unlock it for you. So you didn't have to like uh, do a face ID with the mask on. No. Okay. It's really simple. It just knows that you have a mask in front of you. Uh, Now, if you don't like Siri's voice for the last 10 years, you can finally put some new voices on there. Uh, There is a new, uh, more natural voice coming out. Uh, so there are a couple of different voice options you could choose from, and it, it will repeat back to you what it says. So if you want something new, you can go and change the Siri voice if you like. Uh, for the home screen, uh, you know, uh, no, actually, I'm going to edit that one out. I don't think so. Uh, they actually now have something called a custom smart stack widget. So right now, Apple has like their own smart stack widgets, like the, like the, on the uh, if you swipe to the side. Right. Now that you can actually uh, create your own stack of widgets, which is nice. So if you want to do that. So it's kind of like a folder. Mm-hmm. And the Shortcuts app also, you can now create your own app icon. So you can completely change the icon of what you want. So if you don't want the Apple Mail icon and you would like to replace it with like a Gmail icon, you can. Huh. Yep. So, so there's more customization so that those people that like to fool around with... Mm-hmm. that can do that. That's good. Yep. And if you have an iPhone 12 Pro or or Pro Max, I don't know why you want to, but now Apple's Pro Raw photo format is now there. So, Frank, now you can take your photos in Apple's Pro Raw format. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this. If you're going to do that, you better have a large storage space. Mm-hmm. How big? those raw photos take a lot of, lot of space. You should be using iCloud Photo Library uh, and also have. Well, yeah, but even so, mm-hmm. I will tell you though uh, the video that I've been taking uh, with my Pro Max, it's just outstanding. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm amazed. I, I really am. Uh, I took some video of uh, my grandson today at his ball game, and I I did the slow motion, you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I mean, the clarity is just, just unbelievable. And zoom, the zoom in, I mean, you would think you would lose something, nothing. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, I, I can't imagine it getting any better, but I'm sure uh, next iteration will be even more. So I can't, I can't say the, how pleased I am with the, with the video on that. Well, maybe that's the Luxor, right? 
I guess. The LIDAR, it's called. You talk about LIDAR? LIDAR, oh, LIDAR God, yeah. Luxor. Yeah. Luxor. Uh, there you it's, go. That's a casino, sir. You're, got, you're looking, thinking <laughs> the wrong thing. Uh, yeah, so I'm thinking of Vegas. Yeah. Now, of course, Frank loves to take a walk, so now he can also talk and walk with his own his favorite celebrities because they have stories that are meant to be inspiring and intertwined with personal music choices. So you could do this during a feature called Time to Walk. So you can turn that on. Picture in Picture is once again added more features to it. So in the settings general, Picture in Picture, you can decide what apps uh, that you have in your phone work with it. Of course, YouTube, without paying for it, you can't get it. So, And of course, this is a big one that a lot of people wanted. You are now able to choose your own uh, web uh, default mail app. Yeah. Now, if you don't want to use Apple Mail, you can now choose Outlook or Gmail or whatever else you have on your device. Well, I have my thoughts on that, but we'll talk about that uh, when we talk a little bit about security. So they also have a uh, uh, they also added spatial audio as well. So if you want to do spatial audio on your AirPods Pro, they added that on there. Which, by the way, spatial audio on AirPods is awesome. That that is such a mind changing experience because when you're moving around, you could you could hear the difference on really? it so oh absolutely yeah mm-hmm. you could totally hear the difference on it so and uh there's a couple more small things if you want there's like very very small stuff but those are the main things that happened in 14.5 uh i recommend doing that in fact they had a almost like a security flaw so now they actually have uh 14.5.1 that came out where apparently there was a big security flaw there so uh that happened so make sure you're up to date on your phone and, you know, now you can go out with a mask and your Apple Watch. It makes you having an Apple Watch even more important. Have you speaking of the Apple Watch? Have you seen the new um, watch face that you can create? Mm-mm. You can use your we could use our emojis for the um, that we use for the podcast mm-hmm. on your watch face. So it just looks around or what does it do? Yeah, it does. I'll sh- well, let me see. I'll I'll bring it up on my watch and see if you can right. see it. Well, while we're waiting for, oh, he's got. Uh, I can't see it. Over you, you gotta know where the camera is, Frank. I know. Wait, uh, let me take it off. Let's see. Well, then it's locked, and then we can't see it. So you gotta. Uh, let's let's try it. See. All right. So he's gonna unlock his watch. Oh, it's gonna be. I can't see it. It's so bad. Ah, there you my go. God, Frank, you are making this so <laughs> difficult. Nope, it's locked. Uh, <laughs> Unbelievable. You know what? I'm not going to edit anything out because there we go. It's completely out of focus and locked again. But thank you so much, Frank, for showing us that. Oh, I tried. What can I say? Yeah, he tried, folks. He tried. But uh, what do you expect for an old guy, right? Yeah, well, you know, like I said, when you're busy with all these dinosaurs in your park and you have to make sure they're all in their fences and not cause another problem, you they just run wild. Yeah, they run rampant. You can't let that happen. But speaking of running wild, privacy was a big thing I didn't talk about in 14.5. But of course, the number one change that has been in the news is that you can decline or block apps altogether for tracking you. Yep. And this is a big feature. Now, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to have a future video coming up this week on the channel. I actually went and I did a whole thing on Safari Uh and how to use it. But I also talked about what websites track you and how you can see that. Pretty big deal on how much stuff is tracked that is blocked from Apple now. But, Frank, you wanted to talk about privacy because you've been a big component of it. Uh, You know, you had a couple articles you wanted to discuss about it, but you also have your own thoughts. Yeah, well... um... 
based on a lot of the articles that are out based on four, 14.5, uh, you know, they talk about just what you were saying, how you, when you're in the app store, each app has to tell you what it tracks and how it tracks it. Um, and Apple is using this as a big selling feature. And there was a big thing with Facebook where they're like, that, and they don't want to do that. And because Facebook, you have Facebook, you have uh, Instagram, you have um, their Facebook Messenger service. Mm -hmm. They all track you in different ways and feed it back to Facebook. And they turn around and they sell it. And, and it's a massive, massive market. And um, there's an app that's that uh, <laughs> that believe this or not, but Mark Zuckerberg used to use. It's called Signal. Yep. And he's on there, isn't he? Yeah. And that app uh, guarantees end to end encryption and um, like iMessage, by the private, way. Yeah. yeah. Now, Apple's own messaging service is end to end encryption. And um, so so privacy is is a big thing and people need to know that there are options out there. And like you were mentioning it, changing the icons and you can have whatever email you want as your default. And I don't know what, I, I don't quite understand why people would want to complicate their lives and have uh, use a Gmail uh, app and the Apple map when you can have, you can have the Apple Mail connected to a Gmail account and an iCloud account and a Verizon account and pretty much any other account. So you could have multiple accounts going to the one app and you have simplicity. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so I don't understand why people want to have a, a Gmail app for their mail and a Verizon one well, or whatever. I mean, people use like some people don't use mail clients. You got to think about it. if you had a computer, how many my especially like my parents, they just go on their mail on the web browser. They don't yeah. use a mail client. Yeah. So if that's what they're familiar with, then I could see why they would want to use a Gmail app if they're if they're familiar with it. We're just familiar with Apple because we've been around it for so long that, you know, us changing would be hard. You're like well, honestly, Gmail's mail is not that hard to figure out, honestly. In fact, there's a lot of I think plus side to it sometimes than, than using Apple mail, mm -hmm. especially when I was in a business setting with it. I think it definitely overpowers Apple without a doubt. Well, uh, but as far as like the mail client goes or using like, it's very, very easy because it's like one of the default things. If, if you hit the share button and it's right there, I'm sure Apple yeah. changes that when you decide that a third party browser or would be better for you. But I don't see my, most people I see use the mail app. Uh, they don't really yeah. steer away from it. Well, um, you definitely can't go. We used to use Outlook. I mean, Outlook right. was, you know, in, in the corporate world, Outlook was the go-to email. Um, but uh, I did not have a problem going to the Apple mail app. Uh, I, I like to try to keep things as simple as possible. I don't like to have multiple apps for doing the same thing. Right. So, oh, and the other app that uh, Facebook owns is uh, WhatsApp or WhatsApp or whatever it is, what is, whatever it's mm -hmm. called. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and again, so you have multiple apps that people think are independent, and they're not. They're they're collecting all that data and feeding it back to Facebook, and Facebook uh, is a billion dollar business set selling your information, selling information about you. Um, but again, it's, you know, some people that's a concern, some people it's not. So I'm going to give you a great example right now. So right now, one of the articles that we're talking about with Signal is from Forbes.com. Guess how many trackers right now are on Forbes.com trying to track me that have been blocked? Think about it. No, uh... I'll awesome. tell you right now, it's not more than 50. So I'll tell you that okay. just to give you a number right. a little lower. All right. So uh, let's say uh, 35. 45 is tra- was tracking right now on Forbes.com. That's crazy. 45 yeah. sites were trying to grab my information and go across and try to sell myself. Now I go to CNET.com, which is another article. How many do you think are tracking me there? On CNET? Oh, I bet you it's close to 80. Well, I can tell you, none of them are over 50 from what I see. Okay. There's not that All many right. out there. So then maybe 43. 40. 43. Wow. How many do you think are tracking on Apple.com? Trick Zero? Question. Zero? Is that your final answer? Yeah. It's not, actually. Oh, okay. There's one. All right. PayPal. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, that could be kind of understandable because you're ordering stuff from there. Right. But right. remember, PayPal is... Sort of a social media platform, too, in a way, especially that they own uh, what's that one that, that everyone loves? Venmo. So, yeah, Venmo, yeah. So, reality is, is look at that apple.com one website tracked me, which has to do with purchasing. And every but oh, look at that 45, 43 sites are tracking us on our Safari browser, which is why I love the blockage of the of this. And yeah. this is going to continue. In fact, I'll even go one further. I'm going to go on Facebook.com right now for privacy. Let's find out how many sites are tracking me on this website. So I'm going to turn it on right now. Here we go. All right. I am now on Facebook.com. Interesting. Right now, only one is preventing from profiling me. Huh. Very interesting. So that's I thought that was, that's, that's, that's very odd, isn't it? Yeah. Now... So, one of the, th- you know, Facebook, I just, uh, I, you know, I, they're, I don't think they're a very ethical company, but mm-hmm. that's my personal opinion. Okay. I don't want to sway anybody, but in the article in Forbes and Signal, um, they, Signal was going to use advertising on Instagram. And when they put the advertising up through their account, Believe it or not, it was rejected because of some of the wording that they used in there. And so it would not allow them to do exactly <laughs> what Facebook does, which mm-hmm. I find kind of ironic, you know, mm-hmm. it is um, you know, which is just really, really strange. So uh, like, Facebook's- honestly, who, who would really want? You know, who would really want to do that anyway? Like, who want people to be tracked? Like that. That and there are people that like the idea of that. They really yeah, are. Yeah. And then, you know, but I. But but why? But then people all the time always say, "Well, why does this site know what I like?" You know, it's just right. like, and, and then you buy it. 
you know? Yeah. And then you get ripped off, especially if you get one of those like really stupid, um, you know, companies that are not like real. Yeah. So, well, I mean, my point here with Facebook is if you're going to allow all companies to use your tracking, then allow them. Mm-hmm. You can't, in my mind anyway, it's either all or nothing. Right. And when you turn around and stop somebody from doing an advertisement that you could do, you need to read the article because it's pretty interesting. Um, to me, that's just like, well, that doesn't make any sense to me because mm-hmm. it's exactly what you're doing. And they want to stop another company from doing that. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Apple gives you the right on their devices to know what you want to be tracked, what you're going to be doing. In fact, now they forced every app to do something called app privacy, which means that they now have to publicly announce what data is used to track you and what data is linked to you. So you have every app on the app store has to put that on there. So when next time you go to an app and you scroll down, look at what they are tracking you on and see if you feel comfortable with it. But of course you of course can block it now with the new 14.5 update. Yeah. Here, here, I got a quote from that article that uh, if folks are interested, they should read it. It says, um, now this is signal talking. We wanted to use Instagram ads to highlight how ad tech invades your privacy. Instead, Facebook shut our account down. I have reached out to Facebook and the company is now reviewing the blog post and proposed ads. I will update you with any comments that they receive. So the point here is Facebook shut this ad down for the very thing that Facebook does, mm-hmm. which is kind of kind of ironic, I think, but that Zuckerberg I mean, hell, he I mean, I mean Donald Trump, and... they just made a decision that Donald and Trump back on their platform anymore. So, you know, he has to create yeah. his own platform. Yep. Um, you know, they they decide, people decide on, you know, what you could be, what you cannot. Now, here's the thing. Facebook for me is about sharing to my family and friends what's going on in my life. And that is what I have it for. But I also run a business. And, you know, we also have a podcast. And we have to have a Facebook account. We have to have it because... It's free advertising. Right, right. End of the day, they provide a free platform for us to showcase, you know, what's going I mean, honestly, your family knows more about what you do now than ever because you share that stuff and people want to know, you know, and, that, and that's the beauty of it. It really is. Well, you know, but I, there's the downside of what these companies do with stuff that you are giving them and what's happening with your data. Yeah. And now we're getting to the point where the government's finally going to say something about it and do something and perhaps they're not going to do anything. That's they're not going to do anything. No. Mm. No, I'm looking at the positive, Frank. I think that's uh, that's just uh, rhetoric. Okay. But we'll see. I could be wrong. Hopefully, if I am, I am. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, Frank. Uh, this is our ending of our episode this week. I want to thank you again for coming on. Uh, please enjoy all of the videos that we have on our, especially our how-to stuff. You know, your numbers one, it's picking up. You know, yeah. people are like it. You know, 100%, 100% satisfaction on our pages one, which is our most popular one, 97% out of 300 votes. That just tells me people really like the content. So that's why I want to do more of training because obviously that is probably the strongest, you know, 
I would say asset that we have from that our experiences other than just talking to you guys here. So check out our YouTube channel and please go subscribe if you haven't. I uh, appreciate everyone uh, reaching out, looking at it, enjoying the content. People actually, someone wanted me to make a whole cookbook in pages and tell me how to do it. Oh, that, oh, that's, but that's, that, yeah, that sounds good. In fact, it'll be better. There's the iBooks publisher, which does all that. So you could do it in there. Well, you, really yeah, you, to. You, you could, yeah, you could, well, you write in pages, you can publish it to um, iBooks and put it out on, um, on you can make a PDF. Store. You can put it on the app store. You can do yeah. a PDF. Yeah. You can just yeah. export as a PDF. Oh, you know, uh, you know what else is happening, man? You got Apple and Epic back in the news again. Oh yeah, I didn't really want to talk much about it, but do you? What do you remember? I don't remember on the top of my head, but what is going? Well, well their CEO uh, testified, and Tim Cook and a couple of the others are supposed are scheduled to testify. hasn't hasn't uh, really made any news yet, but I'm sure once uh, Tim Cook and the others testify. It's they're still rehashing the same old thing, you know. So everything that we've talked about before, but I'll keep you posted because I'm interested in that too. Mm -hmm. I think I think this will take a while to figure out, but I still think at the end of the day, Apple's winning that case. I, I can't imagine. Well, yeah, you know, like, but like I'm, I re before, I'm really curious how Epic's revenue has been has been impacted. Well, I don't think it really has, but you know, to me, the App Store is a store. And whether you're in a brick and mortar store or an Amazon, it doesn't matter. If you sell something, your purchase goes through that store, whether you use a Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, whatever, right? And um, this is no different. Now, the fact that they have in-app purchases that has to go through the store again, oh, well, that's the agreement you signed. Mm -hmm. But think of it too, like people choose to take cash only. They choose to take credit cards. They choose not to take an Amex card. You know, like you think of like the situation like that. Now, me as a user, it's annoying, but you know, you know, some places that are just cash only, how annoying is that to well, the point? Yeah. But like, I mean, but you, you know that that establishment is that way. So when you, well, go, sometimes you, you don't, cash, that, that, huh? that sometimes you don't. Well, that's why they make ATMs, right? Yeah, that's right. And that's why they make more money on that probably doing the ATM yeah. because they rather pay a fee on an ATM than to pay than to pay uh you know, you know, for them to pay the 2% yeah. or 3% yeah. on every transaction. Because the ice cream place that's very popular that does that and they have signs all over saying cash only. But we know that going there, but the first time I went, yeah, I was annoyed. Luckily enough the ice cream's good. So yeah. <laughs> it well, turns you, you know, around from a uh, from a uh, uh, IRS perspective cash businesses uh, are very easy to not necessarily report all sales mm -hmm. as opposed to credit cards Oh, there you go. See, fun facts there by Frank, everybody. <laughs> we want to thank you very much for joining us for the Think Different Podcast. Of course, we love to be here every other week here on our Fridays. Check us out and remember to go on our YouTube sh channel and check out some of the how-to videos that we've created on Pages Numbers and soon my Safari one as well as How to Use Finder. Check it out, guys. I am Will TLD. Thank you very much for joining us for another episode of the Think Different Podcast. And I love every single one of you. Take care, Will.